Hi all, this is TK, and this is the podcast RVE for the HSP, RVE, RV Empath, me, HSP, highly sensitive person. Um, so, welcome. It's Tuesday, June 30th. There is a lot going on astrologically today. I just did a whole, like, first podcast, and in it I told a story about uh, something significant that uh, I, an experience I had when I lived in San Diego that really highlights the importance of what we can be for each other in terms of, you know, um, just experiences of really like supporting and and being there for uh, another human in our lives and I think that happens to all of us like it'll happen a few times in each person's life it's kind of like based on there was that book that was written a few years ago by Mitch Album I think is I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly um, and uh, it, like the five people you'll meet in heaven and it it speaks of how in this man's life like at the end of his life he felt unfulfilled he felt um depressed because he he felt like he had not done anything of significance in his life at all and when he died he realized that he had great significance in several people's lives five specifically where things that he did you know i I actually should reread the book because I don't even remember the specifics, but something that he did or said, you know, really, really had a powerful impact on someone else's life. So like for the good, that's important. Uh, And it's important that we know that in living our lives, in living our best lives, doing something we might not even think twice about really matters to someone someone else and perhaps they live their whole life thinking of us uh, now and then you know reflecting being thankful for something that we did that we don't even like you know realize it's so important that we stay open to that that we understand that we kind of take a higher perspective of our lives and how we contribute and so you know again I'm here to remind you and us all the importance of staying and being and knowing how to be calm and balanced indeed so important as we move through this time of transformation and change and as we experience that ourselves And I just want to encourage you all to, you know, look more into it, to finding the tools that can help you stay some sort of semblance of being sort of like detached and calm during this time of overwhelm and anxiety and stress. Because I mentioned this uh, in the story time podcast that I just did but 
again, I want to say, because um, it's really important to sort of frame this time positively in that things are getting healed. And healing can be a very, you know, messy, hard business. In order to heal stuff, you have to see it, you have to know it, you have to feel it. Um, there has to be a general acknowledgement of what is wrong. And the process of healing can be hard. Anyone who's gone through like physical therapy, any kind of therapy, <laughs> right? So um, it, it's sort of like a hard but necessary time that we're in and like frame it to being open to the possibility of things working out. I don't know how we haven't lived into it yet. But it's always important to look at things from like a higher minded sort of mentality. And um, I'm also reminded during this time, it's it's important to always be cognizant of how we're thinking of things and how we're looking at things because that affects how we see it. I mean, there are quotes of uh, that, you know, certainly different uh, teachers and, and, um, you know, different uh, leaders of different sorts have said, it's not what's that one quote, Uh, things aren't things aren't uh, what we think they are. But what we think they are something like that I have to look it up I, th- I think it was quoted by Wayne Dyer but certainly a lot of these um, ideas are quoted by all, all types of healers and guides and teachers like through the years you know and it's like how we think affects how we see things so that is like super important to keep in mind and I remember once realizing I I remember the shock of realizing of what I was looking at and how I was perceiving it the fact that it was wrong Whoo! that was mind-blowing to me and it is important for us to realize that sometimes we misunderstand things particularly now in this time of mercury retrograde <laughs> Miscommunication can happen a lot. And um, that used to be a big thing for me too, growing up. Oh my word, I so disliked uh, the, the knowledge that people misunderstood me regularly. That really bothered me. And I would try so hard to like, you know, check in with people sometimes to see I would like apologize I'd say I hope I didn't come across this way I meant it this way and all the time people were like what are you talking about like I would I would torture myself being so upset thinking that like I came across a certain way and much of the time it was all in my own head Um, or it would be the other way I mean I sincerely you know would not be thinking a, B, or C, and the other person thought that I was. I mean, I would be misunderstood. That's probably where my um, sensitivity around that or my, like, obsessive sort of thinking of trying to control it came from. Generally, it comes from 
uh, something that is true on some level. At any rate, I'm going a bit off the rails here. Let me rein it back in. Where was I wanting to go? Just um, during this time of inner change, be willing to question ourselves, you know, get the ego out of the way. And really, because uh, oh, we're not always right all the time. But in sort of uh, being able to analyze things and have critical thinking, you know, then you come to a place where you can sort of, you know, ascertain what's really happening. That's the closest to being right <laughs> that we could get, I think. Questioning things. Um, so, at any rate, is if there is such a thing as quote-unquote being right. All right. Um, what is right? <laughs> then, then we get into like deep philosophical discussions. There. Okay, so... It's almost at the 10-minute mark, and, um, you know, I just want to encourage you. I know this time is, like, so overwhelming, but there is support out there. There are resources. It's so important that we work on ourselves to get to a place of self-love, self-acceptance, self-forgiveness, to be able to, like, move forward, heal ourselves, whatever needs to be healed that is preventing us from moving forward, and... Um, yeah, and this is the time. This is it, folks. So I just want to encourage you to keep on keeping on with uh, whatever it is you're working on. Okay, so there's a lot of stuff happening astrologically. Mars, as you know, uh, I think has moved into Aries. So there is this additional like energy to things. Yesterday, Mars was sextile Saturn retrograde. So you are coming back up against like work ethic and and overcoming personal obstacles and who you are in the world and um okay so today jupiter retrograde is conjunct pluto retrograde that's huge i talked about it a little bit yesterday and luckily jupiter is a good luck planet because we need it when we're dealing with pluto Pluto is all about transforming our muck and yuck, the phoenix rising from the ashes. It has everything to do with like manipulation, power, control issues, intimacy issues, um, shared resources. So uh, the sun is conjunct Mercury retrograde today. And they are both square Chiron and sextile sextile Uranus in Taurus and Chiron is in Aries so Chiron is all about transforming pain and rage as I've said which is hard you know I sit here and I go blah, 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 transforming pain and rage do you know how difficult that is <laughs> oh my gosh so let's just all be you know inner badasses the, that is so the sort of person that I so respect people who are willing to call themselves themselves on their shit to be better people however they envision that to be um, you know the way I 
and I would think most people define that as being more in like the higher sort of energies. Uh, and things like kindness and compassion can come from that point, which is a beautiful thing. Um, but we, it's important to get to a point where we have that for ourselves, which is also a beautiful thing. I mean, once you start feeling good, feels good. Once you start feeling better, once you start healing, then it's like, oh my gosh, okay. Like, I remember once I was working in a, a new age store in Sedona, Arizona. And I think this was 2005. And I was chatting with a customer who had come in and he was uh, celebrating I think it was like a five-year or ten-year um, abstinence from alcohol. He had quit drinking. And at that point, I, I was just on the cusp of quitting for good myself. But I was still sort of like going back and forth with it. But he said, he said looking back on it... Um, his time of being sober he was like oh yeah you know once you experience that like really experience it you never want to go back to like once you're toilet trained you never want to go back to shitting your diapers or shitting yourself and it's like that makes sense once once we get like clean ourselves up and we're toilet trained once we learn how to use the toilet we don't want to like who who would want to mess themselves up with poop and sit in it and like get a rash I mean it doesn't right (laughs) if you can avoid it at all we choose to because it it feels better and um that stayed with me and see that's an example of how we can affect other people because I reflect back on that that moment with that guy because it gave me a new understanding, a new way of thinking and feeling about something. And I don't even know who he is. I just got goosebumps. I don't know his name, nothing. And um, he impacted me in a way that I will remember him forever in like, what, a five-minute conversation? That's the point that I'm trying to make earlier and in general I guess so at any rate yeah let's continue working on our stuff okay Chiron yeah healing Uh, Uranus enlightenment that's the aha moment it can also be unexpected change but it's so important to sort of frame it as positively as we can because hey we gotta we gotta come to grips with change right now (laughs) <laughs> and change is like the hardest thing. I think it's like the number one, like, hardest thing that people deal with. Or, like, that's the the overall opinion. I have, when it comes to change, I'm, I'm pretty good with it. I learned, like, early on that any, because any major change I went through, anytime I switched up my life, it was always for the better. Always. And so that's, it, it, kind of it is what we make it too, right? Because even though it may seem like we're going backwards, things tend to be like circular. So it's like it it may seem, yeah, we're taking 
you know, a step back, but then we go two steps forward or, or vice versa or whatever. It's all, we got to remember to keep the faith and stay determined um, during the times when we're not feeling so good. So, uh, yeah, Uranus is in Taurus and that's our morals, our values, how we make make money, um, our self-worth, beautiful things. And so that is all emphasized today and in the time surrounding this time. You know, I don't know how long exactly. Um, these are pretty quick moving planets, except for that, that uh, the, the Jupiter conjunct Pluto. We'll be feeling that for a while, which is good. Jupiter's good. So focus on the good, right? Why is that so hard? <laughs> Why is that so hard for people? <laughs> okay, so moving on, I think. But in a few more days, I'm going to talk about stuff that's upcoming. S- tomorrow is another big day. And Saturn goes back into Capricorn for a few more months before it, it moves into Aquarius for its next next uh, big stay. But Saturn is in a sign for like two and a half years. And it has been in Capricorn for two and a half years, which I'm sure we can all agree has been pretty difficult. And now it's going back into Capricorn to like wrap things up. So again, you know, we need to really work on um, maintaining our own personal health as we you know, move forward with this time of having foundational elements restructured and relationships to authority figures, large and small, and um, overcoming restriction and obstacles. I mean, okay, I know, right? Big breath. I mean, we got to like, you know, we got to have a endurance so rest drink enough water eat as well as you can um and then we're having a lunar eclipse in in capricorn (laughs) on the fourth so that is endings so there is a huge you know it's a big time of endings and beginnings karmic cycles um rebirth Phoenix rising from the ashes. All those metaphors. Now I will transition to guidance cards. Just know we'll be talking more about this stuff in the days to come. Maybe I should say that more positively. Just know we'll be talking more about this stuff in the days to come. Okay, before I start the reading, I did want to tell you that yesterday, at the end of the guidance card reading the bottom of the deck was the ten of swords which is titled rebirth in the Osho Zen Tarot which is what I use although I do do Rider Waite um, interpretations much of the time on this card there is a child with a flute along with a lion and I said it always reminds me of the strength card which is very pertinent because strength is so necessary 
for this rebirth, for this Ten of Swords, which is the, the conclusion of some, you know, difficult mental challenge. And at any rate, after I finished the recording, I looked underneath that Ten of Swords card, and guess what it was? It was the Strength card from the Rider Waite, which is titled Courage in the Osho Zen. And it features flowers blooming out from, uh, from concrete. And it just, you know, reminds us to, to bloom, that it is possible to bloom in very difficult conditions. And to, you know, we do have the inner strength and the courage that is required for whatever situation we find ourselves in, because otherwise we wouldn't be there. Okay? That's so important to remember, too. And I wanted to just let you know that that card was, like, directly underneath um, the Ten of Swords Rebirth card. And that is why I titled, partially, the podcast Strength, even though I hadn't officially pulled out the Strength card. Isn't that funny? At any rate, um, I'm now going to put these cards back in the deck and shuffle. As I'm doing that, I'm going to do conscious breathing, ground it all in energy for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all. I encourage you to do conscious breathing along with me and look more into it on your own. I will be back shortly. Thanks so much. Okay, you know, I'm getting better at shuffling. <laughs> um, so guidance card for today, ooh, 10 of wands, which is titled Suppression in the Osho Zen. Very intense card, and it signifies the wounded warrior. It signifies Chiron stuff. It's working through places in which we are inwardly like bound um, and releasing ourselves from the muck and yuck that is sort of keeping us imprisoned in different ways. Um, so this card is pretty intense. It shows a figure in like a, a hole in the ground and they are tied with and bound with ropes. But it's important to note that the ropes have loosened. And the figure is like starting to dissolve. So even though it looks like it's been incredibly difficult, um, they are freeing themselves or they're getting freed. And above them, there is open sky. So, it is a card, tens are completions. It is a card of signifying that we are 
getting through it. We are at the end. It signifies the end of a, of a difficult transformation, um, a difficult challenge. And we are, you know, tired. It's an exhausting thing. So um, that's why it's so important to nurture ourselves through this. Uh, another card, please. And I might go back here in a little bit to talk more about that Ten of Wands. But it also says suppression. So really, really kind of look within and see where you sabotage yourself. Now is the time for us to be healing and clearing out the ways that we self-sabotage. Almost everything can fall into that category. Procrastina uh, procrastination, addictions... Um, the way we think when it comes to how we think about ourselves self-worth um, all of that is can be forms of self-sabotage all right the next card that announced itself flipped over is the seven of wands which is titled stress <laughs> okay we've got suppression and we've got stress yikes um, so the seven of wands can be about um, can it be about procrastination it seven of wands oh yeah that can be about like defending our positions or defending ourselves somehow or feeling like we have to defend ourselves but it overall signifies like you're in a more positive place because the figure on the Rider Waite card is above uh, head and shoulders above the individuals below him you see six wands that are being held up to like try to get at him but they can't they can't reach him because he's on a cliff like above them the so it shows us being in a higher like on a high we have the uh, higher ground so to speak so it's like sure you know, there's a feeling of needing to stand up for ourselves and defend ourselves, but we are, um, we're not really in danger of other people getting to us, okay? And uh, on the Osho Zen Tarot card, it features like this jester figure um, juggling and playing a horn and dancing on a a balloon and he's got a little like because he's a jester kind of clown figure and he's got a little monkey that is on a leash and the monkey's sitting there with a sharp needle about to pop the balloon <laughs> it's a very interesting figure but it talks to us being like almost frenetic or frantic or like you know our energy I think it speaks to really thinking about and focusing our energy now into valid positive um, grounded actions and if you don't know what to do don't do anything take a nap drink some water um, do leg lifts do sit-ups you know like if you don't know what to do listen to some ha sound healing or a guided meditation or something what I'm trying to say is it 
it's important that we don't have, we're not too like frenetic right now and frantic because certainly there's a lot out there that would feed into that. We have to monitor ourselves. We have to monitor our own inner thermostats and our emotions. Okay, any other guidance cards for today? We're getting close to the 30 minute mark and please turn the card over uh, completely for us, cards. <laughs> mm, that was just a noise. It wanted, oh, okay, here's the total flip. Oh, guess what it is? It is uh, the strength card, number eight, which is titled Courage in the Osho Zen Tarot. And it's the little flowers growing out through cement, which I talked about earlier. Gosh, I love it when that happens. Ah, oh, such a cool thing. So yeah, let us focus on that, on blooming our own, like blooming ourselves right now. Okay, wow. And I just picked up the cards to, I'm trying to finish off this last shuffle. And another card flipped and it's the Ace of Pentacles titled Maturity. There you go. And Ace of Pentacles is about new beginnings. They're blessings. Um, very, very like positive card. Pentacles is earthy stuff. Who we are in the world. Um, how we make our money, our homes, including our home environment, like the sanctuaries in our minds. Right? It starts there. Our inner worlds. Um, but it's a beautiful card of like prosperity and abundance and feeling secure and satisfaction and it's this figure zen like figure in this card there's flowers all over full bloom baby they're made up of inner flowers I, I'll, I'm going to post a picture of this on my uh, Instagram so look up RV Empath on Instagram to see pictures of these but both of them have beautiful flowers growing and in this um, ace of pentacles there is like on the outskirts it shows darkness it shows bare limbs it shows like you know in winter time when things are are, uh, are aren't blooming but the, the, you know they look dead these trees and the the bare limbed plants and trees in the background you would think they might be dead but no in the winter time it, that's when the seeds are in the ground okay it's a season that leads to spring it leads to growth it leads to blooming so um that metaphor is really important to keep in mind right now uh, though things like look may look bleak you know there is you know there is blooming that is happening and tend to our own gardens inner gardens what's that phrase um, your mind is the garden your thoughts are the seeds do you plant flowers or do you plant weeds even though there is argument that there are some weeds that are very important <laughs> I like all plants <laughs> I'm the type of person who would just like let their garden uh, grow whatever it wants to because I even like weeds but um, 
at any rate you get the meaning of the phrase so with that I'm gonna I think it's it's time to now end the podcast what are we 30 just over 30 minutes not bad let me look at the bottom of the deck first Ooh, bottom of the deck is uh, the temperance card titled integration so we've got suppression and stress and then we've got courage and maturity so let's integrate inner strength courage and maturity to help heal and transform and mitigate the suppression and the stress all right and you know temperance is the middle ground it's patience it's being calm and balanced it's also having a connection with divine energy god universal energy god god being shorthand for good that's so important so hope that was helpful stay tuned um look up rvempath.com for more information about me look up and enable astrology bear and affirmation bear on alexa through amazon and there'll be more stuff in the future i so appreciate you and uh, as always i um send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well thanks so much Mwah.